All right, so the, uh, welcome to the Budgeting Podcast for another week. On the show this week is Jason and I's interview with Omnium Gatherum. Yeah, the lead vocalist, Yuka. Yuka from Omnium Gatherum. This uh, is a show a couple months ago. and uh, It was just starting, it was what, September? September, yeah. Amorphous, Dark Tranquility, Omnium Gatherum, and someone else. Wolves and Thrones? No, 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 no. no. Who was the other band on that bill? Flesh God? No. I don't remember. Because do you know why we don't remember? Because we were interviewing the band during this band. Moon, um, oh, um, um, Moon, um, Moonspell? Is that what they're called? No, Spell, um. Was it Moonspell or was it? Yeah, yeah, it was Moonspell. I think that's what, the band, that band from Italy. I don't know. To be completely honest with you. I think it's Moonspell. Okay. If it's not, well, who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> listening to this. Yeah. And if you are, what the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus. Get a, get a fucking life. Jesus. We do this so we can go to fucking metal shows and have something fucking productive to do with our life. <laughs> yeah. Why are you listening to this, you fucking <laughs> loser? This fucking kill yourself. Just assassinating our one listener. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Die. <laughs> Go listen to fucking Zaster and kill yourself. Wait, what, which, um, this was the one where the, they wanted us to do two bands. No, 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 no. That was Insomnium. That was Insomnium. Where the, their manager wanted us to interview. And then we were late because of traffic. Yeah. And we were like, didn't want to interview that other band anyway. Yeah. Or couldn't. Maybe, maybe or not. couldn't. Maybe. Not, not didn't want to, just couldn't. Just didn't know them either. Like. Yeah, well, like I would feel bad interviewing a band that I know nothing about or their music. That would expose us. Saying expose that. us as the dirty fucking frauds we are. <laughs> that we don't do any prep. Much or... like our fucking basement dweller listening fucking yeah. losers. Jesus. Actually, no, I definitely do a lot of prep for my interviews. Yeah, you do. So do I. It's just, we, like for a band that I don't listen to, first of all... It's a hit or miss if I'm going to like them or not. Yeah. And, and then, then if I don't like, if, if I agree I to the interview yeah. and then I, yeah. What do you say to that? Like if your band, it's hard to interview bands that you don't A, know, or B, don't listen to their music because you don't like it. Yeah. And it's a whole, yeah, it's a whole it other thing. a bad if interview. don't like it, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. I don't know what to say. But, you know, it's a difference between maybe a band I don't like, but I respect. Back we there. probably could get more interviews if we interview bands like that, like up and comers, yeah. ones that we're not familiar with. But it's not something that we want to do. But then like, there's also bands that maybe I don't like, but I respect <laughs> and have interest. Like, like right. say Metallica, for example. Like we almost had uh, Demi Borgir. Yeah, well, we had Demi Borgir. We just decided against it because it was way too last minute. Yeah, it was very. It was literally the day before that it got confirmed. Yeah, and I just I like. Like, Dimmu Borgir, don't get me wrong, like, it would be really fascinating to talk to someone from that band and just because of their history and... They have a little bit of connection to the the OGs. Yeah, a they, bit, but... they have a little bit of connection to the OGs, but especially with Hellhammer sometimes being in the band. Yeah. But I just don't know what... I, I, just, I just despise their music. And to be honest <laughs> with you, I would drive the interview towards that. Yeah. That's the... I would... Just, I know myself... Yeah. And that's what I would want to talk about. Is be like, oh, you got an album? How was it playing with uh, Hellhammer? Yeah. Be like, 
Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, all I would want to do is talk about. I wouldn't. I don't want to talk about their. Yeah. You know, I'd want to talk about their history and with Inner Circle or if they were ever around Helvet and shit. Yeah. Like that. Well, were they? I don't know. That would, we should, Hellhammer. We off. should ask them. Hell, <laughs> no. Let's go back in time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hellhammer obviously was. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, the show with Omnium Gather, hands down. The best opening act I think I've seen. Oh, without was, a doubt. It was just instant energy. Usually it takes like a couple. You're you're still figuring out the sound and the acoustics in the, yeah, in the show. Yeah, especially in Toronto at the Opera House. It's a very echoey venue. Yeah, and it's usually the first act kind of gets the brunt of it. But they had it down pretty damn good. And apparently it's Sammy. Sammy, the tour manager for Amorphous, Omnium Gatherum, Insomnium... Is also um, the sound guy. Is also their sound guy. And I swear to God, he is the best sound guy in metal. Yeah, there was no lag b- between... Like, usually, even for opening bands, if the if it's a really good sound uh, engineer, even the first song is going to sound a little off. I don't know what it's like at your, ven- your local metal venue, but at the Opera House in Toronto, the first band, the sound usually stinks. Yeah. And Sam, like you know, big ups to Sammy from whatever, uh, from I don't know, being manager. I think for he's Finnish just bands. the manager. I don't think he works for the labels, does yeah, he? Yeah, I think he just works for a bunch of bands because he crushes it every yeah. time. I saw him recently in Toronto with another band. Who was it? And Saphirum. And Saphirum. So he he he's obviously covering everyone all. in Finland. He works for every <laughs> Finnish band. Yeah. <laughs> He's a busy guy. It makes sense because he absolutely crushes it. So good for him. And uh, yeah, he he hooked us up. We got to interview Omnium Gatherum in the uh, tour bus, yeah, which, is the al- bus. which is always, always, always the best. It's fun. Green rooms are okay. The tour bus is the best. Well, because... And, and rainy streets like we did with Chemis, the very bottom. The worst. Yeah. There, I don't know what we were thinking. We're like, hey... Where to do this interview? Oh, how about this super rainy open area on the side of the road? And on the yeah. busiest street in Toronto. Yeah, that'll work. But yeah, the buses offer the best sound too. Best sound. It's comfortable. They're, they're it's comfortable. It's in their own. The little... only thing is, is we kind of interrupt the other guys because they share buses. Yeah. Well, yeah. OG and um, and uh, Amorphous. Amorphous were sharing a bus. And uh, a couple times, um, oh, his name is escaping me. The drummer for Amorphous. Yeah, it was just he, in and out. He walked past the, through us a couple of times. I'm Which just is like, fine. We yeah, don't... No, but I'm just like, I'm more just like, holy shit. That's yeah. yeah. Starstruck. <laughs> Starstruck by the headlining band. Yeah. And uh, no, that's the only issue with the bus. But um, I definitely like interviewing on the bus more than anything because the sound is the best. And it's just such a cool experience. Like, like we're just two fucking losers from Kitchener. Yeah. We, we get to go on a we got to go on a tour bus, man. Like it's the second bus I think we've been on now. Yeah, yeah, we were on, on with the... Black Dolly Murder and then yeah. with Omnium Gatherum. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Last week with the Napalm Death episode, I got to go backstage. Last, we, we're re- releasing them all at once. Okay, well, whatever. Fine. Re- I don't Fine. care. Break break the fifth fucking the fourth fucking. We're breaking barrier. whatever wall. Whatever we break all the fucking walls. I tell you right now, all all these episodes are coming out. And we're just getting them out, and so we can be on top. Because <laughs> if we don't, like, we have an issue. <laughs> we have a serious issue. Yeah, we're we are doing a marathon record because we 
we just we shouldn't wait we we choose to wait and then life happens and then life yeah. keeps happening so we shouldn't wait if we have ones in the gun we should fire them out yeah so we can get our these great interviews because you don't want you don't give a shit about us two fucking fat asses rambling into no, these you microphones don't. you, you might. might well if you do and if you do like i said you're there's a definitely loser. gonna be more listeners now that we have an in with inertia like i'm definitely posting this on that page. oh yeah man big shout out <clears throat> to fucking nolan inertia. yeah no but man <clears throat> i don't know what your local scene is like but here in toronto we have the best fucking concert promoters on the fucking oh, yeah. planet seriously no question Seriously, every show in this city it runs so fucking smoothly. And it's like a huge, close-knit community now. Yeah. With the Facebook page, it's super active. Yeah, and like, I don't know what your local metal scenes are like, but I, I, I've been in Vancouver and I've been in Toronto, and I'm telling you, Toronto is 100 million times what it is in Vancouver. You always see the same people at the shows. You see them on Get Facebook to know people. When I went to QDF last year, Quebec Death Fest, I'm like seeing local people from Toronto and saying hey to them and it's just fucking sweet. I love our I love our scene. I yeah, love the Toronto awesome. metal scene. There's always good shows here. Yeah, they're always on Wednesday nights and that sucks. Or Tuesday nights. It is what it is. But it is what it, it is. It happens everywhere. Do, I don't think they plan No. Like maybe New York. New maybe York. Maybe they want to hit New York and LA on, on the Chicago. Weekends. But I I get it. I'm alright with it. Yeah. I've accepted that. I've accepted that sometimes I got to leave a little early. That's the worst. Also, when you work at nights, it's just like a guaranteed no concert ever. Yeah. Because I, I feel so bad for for the metal fans that work nights. I worked nights for three years. Yeah. Sucked. Yeah. It's like, okay, if it's not on a weekend. Yeah, you can't sucks. do it. But now, you and know even, even when it's on a weekend, it's tough. I know. I get up at five in the morning on weekdays and... That sucks enough, but at least I get to actually well, go to the show. At least for us, because we live a little bit away from Toronto, but I can I can be a I can be tired for a for a day if it means getting to see a sweet metal show. I'm I'm not on that train, man. I know. I, I don't know why. I fucking despise those days. Being tired the next day. Yeah. Yeah. The next day sucks. And like the whole. And time. I know, like that's not what you're gonna remember. You remember the great show. But yeah. it just, I always want to, like... I know, but then sometimes I'll be like, like, what show was I just at? Arsis Di- and... No, and yeah, Arsis and Dying Fetus and... Um, and Zephyrum. And Zephy- no, no, two different shows. But, oh yeah, but you're, you're right. I was thinking of the End Zephyrum show. I was, looking, I was looking at the set list on my phone. And I'm like, oh, you know, I've seen End Zephyrum like 10 times. Yeah. I can see Lila. I've seen Lila Hay before. Yeah. But then I'm like, that's a big crowd pleaser. But then I'm like, no, fuck it, I gotta hear Lila. Super fun, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Netta Scog, no longer. Yeah, I was struck what by is that. that. What is that? She's she does that with every band she's in. She I, plays for like a year or two and then leaves. And I look, I, I guess I was not up with and Sephiram's like lineup because I was at the show and I was like, oh, where the fuck is Netta Scog? They like, don't even have anyone. No, no one. Yeah. And I looked it up and there was all just out of backing track. And I looked it up on Netta Scog, if you don't know, is the uh, accordion player. Accordion. For, for, was for a bunch of bands, Tourist and Sephiram. Yeah. And I looked it up online and I was like, oh, she hasn't been in the band for a couple of years. So yeah. know, I'm just way out of she it. She did the one album and then I, I guess it didn't get received very well. And, yeah, I don't and know. then she split. Maybe that's it. I don't know. That's all con- conjecture yeah. on my part. It's two guys but, who don't uh, know what the fuck we're talking <clears throat> about, but certainly enjoyed. Well, her, I mean, 
her uh, addition to the band yeah, live. Live, it was anyway. fun as hell playing this one man army stuff. Yeah, with a, I never got to see any of the two path stuff live. So it's good. It's good. I don't know if that was like them promoting that album too, right? Yeah, which is weird. Why maybe something else is going on there because she didn't stick around to promote the album that she was a part of. And I don't know. I don't know. Either anyway. way. This is the interview that we did with uh, Omnium Gatherum at that great show. God, Amorphous fucking killed it that night. That was great. Except for those. Remember? There's like two guys in Dark Tranquility, too. Really good. Yeah. Really good. And there was these two big behemoths in the pit. I'm just standing by the bar watching a show, (laughs) watching Amorphous, because I fucking love Amorphous. And these two guys fucking crash into me. Oh, yeah. And slam my knee against the bar and my knee like oh, bent yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah. And the guy was laying up. These two guys were like fighting each other like all I don't night. Know if I like, like you see guys like that at every show. Yeah. Who think they just own the pit. And I'll admit, it was me a few times when I was young. Yeah. But there's no need for that. Like, yeah, mosh your ass off, but why do you have to... I'm standing 15 feet away from the... 15 <laughs> people away from the pit. Why do you have to crash through all these people yeah. and slam in and, and fucking... Well, what he was doing, it was he was, like, trying... It was, like, him against this other guy, and they are trying to, like, yeah. show off... Who's show tougher off who's, and stronger. Who's gonna win or whatever. But, yeah. And he ended up throwing the guy 15 feet through fucking people. And into my leg. And, like, fucking ruined the rest of the show for me because yeah. I could barely stand. But I did also dump my entire beer on the top of that guy's <laughs> Yeah, <head. laughs> I remember that. And uh, and he didn't even get mad at me because I think he knew I fucking deserved that. Or he didn't see you. Or or thought it spilled on him by accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, man. Yeah, if you're listening and you got your a beer poured on your head during Amorphous. You might, uh, you might be listening. <laughs> My bad, but I was pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> you, hurt, you hurt me. And then the next day I'm fucking raking concrete and my leg hurts. I'm thinking, fuck. Oh, God. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. If you're the one listener we have, go fuck yourself. All right. All right. Listen, Yuka. This is our second interview with Yuka. Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome. This is the Bludgeoning Podcast. Uh, we're here with Yuka from mm-hmm. Omnium Gatherum. You're the vocalist. Yes. Uh, just had an awesome show. Um, I'll tell you right now, that opening act is probably the most energetic I think I've ever seen. Um, you definitely had the crowd going yeah. more than any. We were talking, this venue is tough to be an opening band in. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes it can be very cavernous for for the first band. Oh, yeah. And you guys just fucking crushed it. And I think it's a lot of it, I mean, no, no, you just bring it as a vocalist. You just get the crowd right into it. Is that something that you really like to focus on doing? or? Yeah, of course, because it's the part of the synergy that, you know, exists between the, the playing group and the audience, of course. And with, it, when one gets going, then it's just like, you know, everybody's enjoying the time and we're here to to, to enjoy metal, so yeah. so what the hell? Do you like, um, 
do you kind of take it as a bit of a challenge to be the first band on the show to get everyone pumped up, get everyone ready for the show? Yeah, of course, because you know, from my opinion, there's uh, there's no point of being like. Uh, I get really bored if I don't like do that kind of stuff on stage mm -hmm. because of like maybe a little bit hyperactive and stuff like that, and 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 it's one of my like passions to to get people excited about the music that they have come to see, paid good money to see the show. So like you know, it's all for the for the purpose of of entertaining ourselves and entertaining you guys, of mm -hmm. course. Yeah. And the sound, usually at this venue especially. We've always found that opening bat bands, especially, the sound is always bad for the first like two songs at least. The mix is kind of off, but you guys, the mix was fucking perfect from like the opening note. Did you guys do you guys just like really focus on your sound checks, or is it just they, did you guys just have your own sound guy? Or yeah, yeah, we do, we do. You yeah, do yeah. With your own sound yeah. There's somebody who was outside. He's doing the sound. Oh, Sammy's doing the sound. Yeah, yeah. He's been doing sound sound for us since 2009. And and he's also doing sound for Amorphis on this tour for the first time. But Sami is a real professional. So, and we don't have uh, so much time on this tour because of the the opening slot to do a sound check because we have meet and greet and stuff like that. Right. So, but uh, <coughs> we'll need like uh, today we had like 15 minutes. So. But it was okay because we actually we kind of know what we are doing yeah, yeah. In, in that sense and uh and uh <coughs> Sami Sami has a really good ear so right. we can really pump up the things going so you've been doing it for a long time so you yeah yeah so you've been in uh you've been in the melodic death scene since like what early nineties right. Yeah, I think like when uh, Elenium was like early nineties, right? Yeah, yeah, Elenium was uh, formed in nineteen ninety five. Right. Yeah, and uh, Omnium Gatherum was maybe ninety six, ninety seven. I'm not sure because I joined the band like two thousand six. Two thousand six. Right? Yeah. 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 Was was Omnium Gatherum and Amorphous were they bands that and Insomnium and all those mellow death bands from Finland when you were in Elenium were, were you like these are the bands I want to be like or was are they more peers they're kind of like we're amorphous of course because you know I'm I grew up in the same place that Tommy Koivusari and and uh, and and Snoopy the their drummer yeah. and we're from the same suburbs so so I, I kind of like look uh, looked up to them in like right. I was thinking but but it only uh, we did a lot of like uh, shows together like from since 1999 or something so so they're kind of like peers right for 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 elenium and 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 <laughs> when marcus asked me to join the band of course i was like because i really liked the music like the spirits in august light i really liked that album and uh and i was like of course i'll help you guys out if you yeah. if you, if you like in, enjoy my growls and my style of singing so i'll i'll just throw me some songs and i will yeah. train them and we'll go to your rehearsal place and ETC and then they were like, you know, welcome aboard if you want to have some course. Do it yeah. full time, yeah. Yeah. And was it was it hard to join a band full time when you'd already been in Alenium for so long or was it an easy decision? Yeah, it was kinda like easy decision because uh because um <coughs> Uh, Elenium wasn't doing so much like like touring wise or right. yeah, we we did uh, one uh, foreign foreign tour in Italy, but still we just played in Finland basically. So right. in that sense, it was and and the guys in the limit they they weren't against it like in right. They're like you have this opportunity, go yeah, take yeah. it, right? Yeah, exactly. And when you're, is it hard to get out of Finland? Is it is it super like competitive just because of the metal 
world? Is it really hard to? Well, it can be because it's so competitive, right? Well, well, it can be, yeah. But you know, I think uh, it's all a matter of like hard work, basically. Right. So if you don't work, nothing's gonna happen. No one's gonna come to you and say, right. you know, we want, we want, blah 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 blah. <coughs> You're gonna have to push it, and you know, just like in every other work, if you want to succeed in in that, you have to like put your heart to it, and you know. Right. Yeah. Is it the fact that there is so many metal bands in the country? Does it kind of drive everybody to everybody work harder? Like, oh, you see this band at a show and they crush, it and you're like, oh, we gotta be like, we gotta be better than them, and yeah, yeah, just but drives but everybody. Yeah, but it's kind of like a healthy competition. Yeah, still, yeah, that's what know? I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is, and I think it's a really good thing because if you don't have that kind of like healthy competition going on, you make get a bit lazy maybe yeah you know some things you know I used to have a day job and you know and I was in university and stuff like that so I really had to divide my time to to, to be able to do all those things but you know if you just like you put your heart to it then it's of course possible. and I would imagine that it would be helpful coming from such an active scene where like if you ever need new members um, it coming from Finland I'm sure it's not not hard to find someone to come in and help help your band when when you need or uh, you have people exiting or or stuff like that yeah that's true because exactly. i can see if you look back on the history of omnium gatherum there was a point there where there was a lot of guys coming in and out and yeah and you guys really didn't kind of find a solid group until you joined in yeah and that's now true. That's now true. since you're in you kind of had the same little core core of guys and yeah obviously marcus has insomnium Mm-hmm. Now, when you when you're writing music, do you write any of the lyrics, or does Marcus? I, uh, I write all the lyrics. All oh, the lyrics. Do. Yeah. And then Marcus adds the music. Yeah, yeah, and we have this like, uh, <clears throat> like a, that's like a. How do you say it? Like you know, we just like drive each other. Like you know, I send him some lyrics, he send me some demos, and yeah. it goes around. So and and then it just kind of like evolves in itself. And, and, and it's like um, basically we want to we want to like make better music like from from album to album so so and, and to be able to to be interested in this in this thing that we love to do mm-hmm. so so it's kind of like a cooperation between the two and Jonas also writes some music and the arrangements are done like basically to, three of us first and then we go to a rehearsal place and 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 spend there like a long weekend or 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 like maybe even a longer time and then do some arrangements there and then it's like a cooperation of the whole band yeah that's that makes sense that you and Jonas were do a lot of the writing as well because we were wondering like this new album just came out and we were like when did they have time to write this when Insomnium was just on tour for like a long time, uh, forever, forever. And I was yeah. like, when did Marcus and these guys have time to write this album? But it makes sense if you guys are writing. It. Yeah, of course we'll help. You know, I, I may, I basically, you know, <clears throat> I, I basically do the lyrics and the lyrical arrangements for the songs and 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 uh, and uh, the clean vocals. I also like those melodies. Uh, uh, I make like maybe eighty percent, and then Jonas adds some some like stems here and there and stuff like that. So the, the additions of the clean vocals, the last few albums especially, that's kind of your idea, your brainchild, or yes, you wanted yes. to throw that you wanted to show your 
clean singing chops or what? Yeah, yeah, of course. And and for us, it's basically uh, <clears throat> it's uh, it's a spice here and there. We don't want to go hold that uh, thing that you know every chorus is a clean vocal thing. You know, I right. appreciate the bands that do that, but for us, it is mainly a melodic death metal band, and the grows are uh, the thing. That is a it makes the contradiction with the with the epic melodies that Marcus makes and stuff like that. So when we have like deep growth here and there and some clean vocals, then the soup is kind of like spiced <laughs> right. for our for our taste. Well, and I think I might be wrong here, but reaching, but I feel like the clean vocals and that beautiful epic ending to Frontiers is probably a song that has really kicked the band off recently right that was a pretty big hit for you guys wasn't yeah, it yeah yeah it was because when you look on spotify that is like a lot of plays <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's if it works like it sounds really great <laughs> you know thank you um what was, I gonna, what was that <laughs> what i got distracted by this um oh yeah so when you guys you guys were just that summer breeze right yeah how was that because we've been reading that summer breeze is becoming like the new European metal festival. Like it's kind of overtaking Vakken as like the cool festival. The Summer Breeze is, you know, we played there like maybe three times or four, I don't remember, but at least three times. And for us, it's one of the favorite European festivals that yeah. we've ever done because everything works. So I don't say that in other festivals, things don't work but there's a, like a good vibe going on there and the last show was amazing we got to introduce a couple of the new songs there right. and, and played a hell of a show and you're right about that that it gets a lot of attention people are talking really good things about summer breeze and they're like I think they're right and it's yeah. true because everything I've read is like I was we were we had been talking about going to Vakken next year for the first time. It's a quite a trek for us to go mm -hmm. to. But Vakken is legendary. So exactly. Yeah. But then we saw that it sold out in like five minutes for next year. Yeah. So we were like, oh, and then everyone was like, oh, don't go to Vakken. Go to Summer Breeze. That is well, the they're festival. Kinda, they're kind of right too. Summer Breeze is really, really good. Did you get did you get big crowds there? Yeah. Well, last time it was like, what was it? I don't know. Maybe five to. 10,000 Oh man. Do you like playing the, do you like doing the uh, European metal festival circuit? Is that something you've done a lot of? Well, we've, done, uh, we've done a lot of uh, like European festival during during the years and I think that like festivals in general are are so different from like if you're touring yeah. because the atmosphere is so different and, and uh, I don't compare them like to each other like touring versus uh, summer festivals yeah. because the atmosphere is so different yeah. but there is a certain like uh, affinity to to to, uh, to 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 summer festivals i think it's because people are like enjoying their vacations and yeah. like are really really having a good time you maybe bump into old friends from bands that you haven't seen before too yeah. right? you haven't seen in a long time yeah exactly like do you have you guys played like tuska is that like yeah we is that tuska. kind of like a homecoming for a lot of finnish bands is that like uh, tuska is a legendary festival in finland for sure it started as like quite small back in the day like maybe i don't know 15 20 years ago <coughs> and not maybe 20 but like 15 years ago and it grew like uh, from year to year, bigger and bigger, and now it's uh, the I think uh, the biggest metal festival in Finland f for sure, 
and and it's always good to play there because there's a lot of friends, like you know, in the audience and in, in the in colleagues. So, yeah, it's so, like a hometown show. Kind yeah, of. big big hometown show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, was the tour you just did in Europe? Was that a headlining tour, or were you co-headlining? It, it, it was a co it, no, no. It was co-headlining. Uh, tour with Skullmilt from Iceland. Oh, okay. Oh, really? And yeah, and Stamina was uh, opening uh, on, on those two with, with one in uh, last fall and then we did uh, that part one was last fall and part two and three were uh, in the spring. And the funny thing is like Stamina is a huge metal band in Finland, right. but they but they uh, sing in Finnish, so it's a kind of hard to them to reach out abroad. Okay. So we were thinking, you know, that the guys are so good and uh, and friends of ours, so we'll ask them if you want to come with us, right. you know. And they were of course we come, like you know, we want to come with uh, yeah. you guys. They were playing like a couple of years back. <coughs> they were supporting Insomnium in Europe too. Like I don't know, what when was it? Maybe. 2012 or 13 or 14 or something like that. I don't remember, but uh, for those guys, it's a it's a like a more rare opportunity to, to get to tour outside of Finland. Yes, because yeah. yes, yes. do they, is that like a is that do you guys write in English on purpose? Like, do you ever write in Finnish just just to write a? I've always wrote 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 yeah. English. It was more for me. It was like a natural thing to do. I have like. Maybe in one song I have like a okay. couple of lines in in Finnish, but that's also like spicing things up a bit. Right. Not, nothing more, you know. Yeah. I, I don't think I I write, I write like poetry in Finnish for my own amusement. I'm I'm not gonna release them ever. Lock them in a drawer yeah, somewhere. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, but 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 I don't think I even could write in Finnish like like good stuff. Right. I don't know. Maybe if I like train hard and uh, yeah. do it then maybe it would happen but for me English is the way to go yeah I was just trying to think of any bands that have made it outside of Finland that's well sing in Finnish. a lot of like tourist house will put put Finnish like chants and stuff yeah and, they do and then Sephirum they'll add like chants and they have a couple songs here and there more and more as they go I definitely. was always thinking mm -hmm. you know you know you know the band Soda Huto I'm um, what Soda Huto they're a Finnish death metal band I saw them at a festival once and I was like, this band is amazing. And I was talking to the guy and he didn't speak a word of English. So oh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is why you guys aren't popular. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if I know them. Yeah, I, I just thought you maybe knew them or something. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was trying to talk to him. I was like, oh, you guys are really good. And he was like, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, for real. That's kind of that's weird because, you know, basically in Finland, almost everyone speaks English in yeah. some level. Yeah, maybe they're, I don't know, maybe they're from the north, or northern places where people don't. Could be, could be, yeah. I don't know. Um, talk about the new album a little bit, because it is fucking crushing. Yeah. It is really good. Just released a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. So, are you, was it kind of the intention to kind of tour it on this, this tour, or did you want to maybe headline it with some in Europe? Like, it's... What what made you make the decision to to, uh, to do it on this tour, or did it just kind of work out like that? It, well, it kind of like worked worked out because the, the timing, you know, this lineup is amazing. You know, we have been touring with Dark Tranquility many times in the past since 2008, like on and off, like in Europe and in in, in states, and uh, <coughs> and and we toured one time with Amorphis, and they're great guys also. And Moonspell is, uh, you know, this is the first time. With touring with them and they're also like you know we see that they're like really really laid back and cool guys so this for us is just a 
really really good opportunity to promote the new album uh, here in North America and uh, and after this we do some uh, Finnish gigs and then we go uh, to do a headlining tour in Europe right. and we have a supporting uh, Wolfheart which oh. is a really good Finnish band yeah. and North Northgard uh, from Germany so it's gonna be a good tour also Big I think tour, yeah. yeah are you yeah. planning on coming back for a headlining tour or have you test are you kind of testing that market on this I show? really really hope so I'm not sure it's gonna be a headlining tour I hope it will be but I'm not sure let's see about is this your first time in Canada? No, no, no. We've been here like uh, the first time we um, toured in North America was uh, 2014, supporting Dark Tranquility, and okay. then we were in Canada, and then we also were 15 with Insomnium, and then 16 with Sonata Arctica. Okay. So we've been. You've been here quite a bit. Yes, yes, and we do. We did. I don't know how we missed those. Shows. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but now, but now you're here, guys. I was like, so yeah, Dr. Gooley, and you guys would have been great. Was that? Would that have been when Marcus was with Insomnium as well? When you when you toured with Insomnium? Yeah, yeah, he did like. So he did double, both. Double, double duty shows. Oh yeah. man, yeah, for a whole tour, he must have been wiped, eh? Yeah, it was 50 minutes for us and 90 minutes for Insomnium. Oh, so. Man. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, <laughs> Can you talk with the lyrical content on the new album? Mm -hmm. Is that based off of Finnish mythology, the uh, the Kalevala? The Kalevala, or is no, it? no, it's just uh, it's just uh, like I'm trying to think about the whole human condition with the emotional problems, and you know, with when we see uh, like in in a, not just a negative way, but in a positive way, also like how emotions drive us into different kinds of things, and how the controlling of emotions and, and sometimes letting them go is the right right thing to right. do and and I'm trying to really understand what makes us tick uh, like tick as a species so so gods go first is that kind of like everyone seems to put maybe I'm just thinking myself but is that kind of like we always people seem to put religion over everything is that kind of the mentality behind that and there's uh, there's some part but there's it's not just religious thing it's also uh, it's also uh, like economical drives, like uh, social drives and stuff like that. And also I try to um, like really, really like dive deep to the deep end, as we can say it, like, you know, what is the, what is the reason for all this function? Why, why some people care so little and why some people care too much and they get kind of like crushed because they are like too sensitive in a way. And also, I, there is some like references to, to different kinds of um, things that I like to read about. But I let those things, you know, people who know what they are, they discover it from there. So I'm not, I'm not saying like what they are because I don't want to push. You, you let people interpret things for themselves. Yes, because I don't want to push anyone to, to like, you know, this is the way to go or something right. like that. People have to discover them for themselves and if our lyrical content helps in that, that's great. If someone gets some kind of meaning out of it, then yes. you don't want to push some kind of meaning onto them. No, 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 it's their their decision. And if someone wants to ask me, I'll, I'll say, this is my opinion only. And right. you make your own, uh, like, opinions about those things. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot for doing this, Yuka. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah, that was a great show. We'll hope to see you again soon. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Thanks a lot, dude. Awesome. No worries. All right.